Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of the Matea Show. Hope everybody's doing all right. It is currently 1.45 in the morning on March 19th. A little late episode recording for you guys. Had to pump one out. Um, you know, it's been a crazy week and a half, you know. Uh, this coronavirus has been going on. It shut down all sports, so all leagues are suspended until further notice. MLB, NHL, NBA, everything, everything has been shut down because of this, uh, lots of things in the world have been shut down, you know, a lot of countries have shutting down their airports, you know, travel, uh, the Canadian and US governments have talked about shutting down their borders today, uh, Mr. Justin Trudeau spoke about uh, how to keep safe during this time, the Donald uh has also spoken during this time, you know, Italy has quarantined the northern part of their country as they continue to try to fight this virus. But nevertheless, uh, through dark times, there are always uh, lights to be followed and there will be a light at the end of this tunnel. I can promise you that uh, you have to be it's time to be optimistic as humans. You know, it's a tough time. I think everybody's going to pull through. Uh but you know, not to not to talk too much about that. We're here to talk about some sports. So let's get right into it. Obviously, with no sports, everybody's been you know rewatching old games, whatever. But the NFL has saved us. Uh, NFL free agency just started, and it's been one hell of a start. Um, so let's dive right into it. We're gonna discuss some of the smaller stuff first, and then get into the into the big signings and trades. Uh, starting off with the 49ers. they signed defensive lineman Eric. Uh, Eric Armstead to a five-year contract extension, and they also signed tackle Sean Coleman to a one-year extension. The Bears released Leonard Floyd and traded a seventh-rounder for Nick Foles, and they also signed tight end Jimmy Graham. Interesting to see what is happening in the Windy City. Uh, a lot of people said that Cam Newton could possibly head to Chicago uh, to replace Mitchell Trubisky, you know, maybe compete for the starting job, but now they traded for Nick Foles, so it's interesting to see uh, where Cam Newton goes and what the plan in Chicago is. Do they start Nick Foles over Mitch Trubisky or do they keep Foles as a backup? Uh, also, the Bears picked up uh, Jimmy Graham, another offensive weapon uh, to the already good offense. They have a good offense over there. Uh, Tariq Cohen and company, uh, you know, another tight end uh, on top of uh, Trey Burden, the former Eagle. So interesting to see what happens in the Minnesota City. Uh, the Bengals franchise tagged A.J. Green. Now, a lot of people skeptical as to why they did this. Maybe, you know, maybe a lot of people said they might be looking into trading him for some younger players. But in my opinion, A.J. Green is still a good receiver. He missed 2019 with the, with the, the 2019 season with the injury. Uh, but in 2018, he had nine games. He played nine games, six touchdowns, six hundred four, six, and had six hundred ninety four yards receiving, but did not finish the season as he got injured. Uh, before we get to the Tom Brady saga, uh, the Colts resigned Chandler Cassandra on a two year extension, and the Colts also signed quarterback Philip Rivers to a one year deal. Uh, you know the long time tenured. Uh, Charger, San Diego, LA, however you want to put it. Uh, Signing one new deal with the Colts. Obviously, interesting to see how things shape up down there. If they look to, you know, bench Jacoby Brissett, maybe move him for a backup QB. Uh, 
going to be quite uh, the interesting uh, scenario. Uh, is interesting to see what else they pick up on uh, offense. They look to trade for a couple players. I know uh, Nelson Aguilar has been rumored to sign, has to be signed with the Colts this coming offseason. Uh, no reports yet of that going through. Uh, but I promise you, let's get into the Tom Brady aspect of this. Tom Brady is expected to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is set to make $30 million. Now, I don't think anybody expected Tom Brady at any point in his career to leave New England, especially after coming off to a playoff loss against the Tennessee Titans in this past playoffs. You know, Tom Brady, as much as people love to hate on him, you got to give credit where credit is due. He's a six-time Super Bowl champion, four-time Super Bowl MVP, three-time NFL MVP, 14-time NFL Pro Bowler, 74,500-plus passing yards in Foxborough, along with 541 touchdown passes and 22 rushing touchdowns. He leaves Foxborough with 219 wins and 64 losses as a Patriot. Now, He's obviously at the tail end of his career. He's currently 42 years old. So a lot of people say this is a retirement move, you know, moves his family down to Tampa Bay, you know, more weather, you know, uh, his wife, Giselle, supermodel, maybe she picks up some supermodel gigs here and there. His kids uh, get to explore a different part of the country. Uh, interesting to see what the thought process was, but everybody in the New England Patriots organization from top to bottom, thank Tom Brady for his tenure there. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, you land a quarterback like Tom Brady as the Buccaneers. Now, expectations are high. You have you've had good teams, but actually slightly above mediocre teams these past couple of years. Your one shining spot, or your two shining spots, in my opinion, are Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. You know, uh, and then... A lot of people questioned whether Jameis Winston was the starting, was to be the future quarterback. Well, now it seems to be that Jameis Winston could be heading to the bench. Because, in my opinion, there's no way that Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay to be a backup. And I don't think that's going to happen. So, interesting to see if the Buccaneers look to trade Jameis Winston for some a wide receiver, maybe a tight end, a running back. Um... In order to shape the team around Tom, looking to maybe rebuild that defense a little bit. Interesting times happening in Tampa Bay. A lot of people are saying uh, this move is, is kind of shocking because a lot of uh, New England fans have been saying that they wanted Brady to give it one more go. You know, with the organization, a lot of people expected Tom to retire as a New England Patriot. But that happens man it happens uh, you know as you get older you tend to want to settle down a bit more you want to move to a warmer climate you start putting your family first your wife your kids you know your loved ones and i think that's what tom did i think he found that it was the best move to move his family to tampa bay you know uh warmer weather like i said before roll the kids in the new school wife giselle yada 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 list goes on but i'm interesting to see how tom does in a new system you know, in in a new environment, new team, new teammates, and all in all honesty, I give Tom credit as credit is due. As an Eagles fan, he did take away that Super Bowl from McNabb and Owens. Uh, but uh, you know, 
I have to respect game where game is where where he ha- where a player has game and Brady's done it consistently. Um on to the on to the next big trade that happened. I don't think anybody was expecting was the Cardinals trading David John David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh running back David Johnson is currently twenty eight. Um so he's kinda up there in age a little bit, you know, twenty eight, heading towards twenty nine, thirty. Um He's he's had up and down years in Arizona ever since he got his uh contract in twenty eighteen. He signed three years, thirty nine million with thirty million guaranteed. Hasn't really done much since. Um, if I'm Houston and Bill O'Brien, I don't know why you give up one of the best wide receivers in the league, such as DeAndre Hopkins, for a running back who has been lackluster to say the least the past couple of years. You know, I. Uh, Baffling is the first word that comes to my mind in terms of getting rid of David Johnson. Uh, but in my in all honesty, the Cardinals won this trade. You gave up a running back who hasn't done much for one of the better wide receivers in the league. You pair him with a young QB like Kyler Murray and an experienced veteran receiver like Larry Fitzgerald. And then you have opposite the backfield like Kenya Drake. And you still have a, three to four more months of free agency. The Cardinals could be a, a sleeper this year. And if they decide to pick up more pieces, rebuild the defense a little bit, rebuild that offense a little bit, you know, pick up some, some slots, uh, an extra tight end, it could be, a, it could be, we could see the Cardinals maybe sneaking into a wild card. It could very possibly happen. Now, if you're Houston, why do you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins? You have Deshaun Watson, one of the best young QBs, in the game right now, and one of the better QBs in the game right now, and you have a number one wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins, and you just lost him for an aging running back like David Johnson. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yes, you could argue that, you know, maybe it was time for a change, you know, maybe there was friction within the organization between DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien, but at the same time, DeAndre Hopkins deserves the respect and deserves everything he's gotten so far to this point because he's such a talented player now if you want to say that oh he's being a diva this and that about you know the paychecks and the targets he gets he does have a point he he is one of the better wide receivers in the nfl and at the same time people are going to say well Mateus he has to be a team player listen if you're deandre hopkins you should be getting that ball Every single time because there's not one quarter in the league that can stop him in a jump ball into the end zone. Without a shadow of doubt in my mind, that ball should be going to him every time inside the end zone. And he's a big time receiver. Whenever the Texans count on him to make plays, he makes plays. Now, this past year, uh, you know, good stats. 1,165 yards receiving and 7 TDs. You know, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good stat line. Um, but baffling as to why Houston gave that up. Now, moving on to the Colts, uh, they re-signed uh, Chandler Casanzo to a two-year extension, and they also picked up a quarterback in Phillip Rivers to a one-year deal. Now, very interesting move because it was said that Phillip Rivers might, you know, head to Tampa Bay instead of Brady. Um, 
you know, might he there was rumors that he might go to New England. There was a lot of skepticism around where Philip Rivers would land. Uh, the last place I thought he would land was Indianapolis. I thought Indianapolis had found their one in Jacoby Brissett. You know, Brissett posted a good style line this year, in my opinion. But in order, but in my opinion, Philip Rivers is a solid pickup. You know, it gives um, Brissett a true leader in a sense and a quarterback that's kind of been in the league for a while. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. It gives Brissett that mentor to further develop his game. You know, obviously, if you're Brissett, you're upset that uh, you have to compete for a starting job again against Phillip Rivers. Um, I think Phillip Rivers will win the starting job. Uh, and Brissett might head to the bench. Or Brissett might head uh, elsewhere. You know, Brissett uh, might say, listen, I want out of here because I don't want to be the backup after just being the number one. Um but either way, I think the the Colts did a good a, had a good job in this pickup. You know, regardless if Brissett leaves or not, you're leaving the you're letting your younger players who you're gonna draft and trade for get mentorship from a guy like Philip Rivers who has a lot of wisdom in the game of football. Uh, moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. As an Eagles fan, I don't really care about what they do, but they did sign Amari Cooper to a five-year deal. Blake Jarwin got a three-year deal, and they franchise tagged uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, the big pickup for them was Amari Cooper, currently 25 years old. Five-year deal. Uh, Amari Cooper plays for the Cowboys. Loved him on Oakland. Hated him when he came to Dallas, but, you know, solid player. Gotta respect him. Blake Jarwin, three years, $24.25 million. Uh, I don't know about playing him three years, 24, but Jerry Jones got money spent and they franchise tag Dak Prescott, which is kind of, I don't know about that one. I felt that they should have paid him, you know, shown him a bit more respect and decency. Uh, Mark Cooper with his first full season with Dallas, 16 games, 1,189 yards and eight receiving touchdowns. Dak Prescott, uh, this past year through for 4,102 yards, 30 touchdown passes and 11 INTs. Um, a lot of Cowboys fans are going to keep grilling me saying that Prescott's better than Wentz. I don't think that. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, still didn't make the playoffs. But, no, uh, interesting to see that uh, the Cowboys are protecting their young players and Amari Cooper and Blake Jarwin. I think Blake Jarwin's a solid tight end. You know, doesn't get a lot of credit where, where it deserves, but he's a good player. Same with Amari Cooper. Uh, interesting to see that they tag, they franchise tag Dak Prescott. I thought that they would have given Prescott money this season because that's what a lot of the analysts and a lot of Cowboys fans were telling me is that they expected Prescott to get paid this summer. But it looks like Jerry Jones in the front office had other plans. Now, speaking of a front office that had other plans for their players, the Eagles let Malcolm Jenkins, Jordan Howard, and Kamir Grugier Hill walk. <sighs> Very baffling. Uh, considering the fact that Malcolm Jenkins is our defensive leader and played, I think it was close to every single snap. I think, actually, I think he played every single snap on defense this year. Uh, don't know why the Eagles let him walk back to New Orleans. Although people are saying he's old, this is not, we have to focus on our young talent. Malcolm Jenkins was that glue on defense. He made big plays when the Eagles needed him to, and they let him walk. Not a big fan. Very baffled by that move. Same thing with Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was a great running back. You know, he was a nice touch. Obviously, didn't get 
a lot of playing time on the field. Don't know why they let him go as they let Corey Clement go the other day. So you've lost two running backs in a span of two days. And then finally let Camille Grugier-Hulwak, um injured. But still a good uh, linebacker to have. Uh, I really don't agree with letting those three players walk. Very baffling to me. I could see why they let... Grugier Hill walk, you know, they were, their defensive scheme is heading in a different direction uh, with Jim Schwartz, but at the end of the day, Grugier Hill's a good player. The Eagles did resign Jim Ramsey and Rodney McLeod. Uh, like both of the signings, uh, just a simple fact that the Eagles need to uh, uh, secure their young ta- or their talent where it is. Uh, Jalen Mills, good corner, you know, good guy to have. Interesting to see how he does on this one-year extension. Uh, Rodney McLeod, Good free safety, good flex too at the corner position, uh, and the Eagles did also sign Nate Sudfeld to a one-year deal. The backup from Indiana, the former Hoosier, is coming back. Um, now it is currently two a.m. right now, uh, and the Eagles are working with the Detroit Lions in a way to get uh, Lions cornerback Darius Big Play Slate to Philadelphia, and I am very excited about this because. The Eagles need to get a good corner, and they missed out on Desmond Trufant's uh, sweepstakes as the Lions came in and picked him up, which I was a bit rattled about because I really wanted the Eagles to get Trufant as their quarterback play this year. It was a bit iffy. You know, a lot of the Eagles tend to catch the injury bug a lot, and uh, they needed somebody, but it looks like the front office has kind of stepped up and said, hey, listen, big play slays on the move. And we need to pick him up. Interesting to see who they gave up. Uh, a lot of people saying that Jeffrey could be moved this offseason. Don't really want to see him go. But at the same time, if the Eagles are going to start re- doing some renovations in the locker room, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, they let him go. Uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, placed uh, a tender on running back Brian Hill. They released Devontae Freeman and cornerback Desmond Trufant. Trufant was later picked up by the Lions. Uh, Devontae Freeman, good running back, uh, good power runner, you know, gets the job done, also a good pass blocker, um, you know, interesting to see who picks him up, you know, a lot of teams are, uh, in the market for a running back, you know, maybe a number two who can block, maybe a, a, a flex fullback, if you want to put it that way, but, uh, Freeman, in, in all honesty, will find a home, Falcons also released tight end Ty Sam Brelo and tight end Luke Stalker, or, yeah, Luke Stalker. Uh, sounds like Luke Skywalker. Falcons resigned fullback Key Smith to a three-year extension, and they also signed defensive tackle Tyler Davidson to a three-year extension. Tyler Davidson posted twenty-six solo tackles, four tackles for losses, and one fumble recovery f- for the twenty nineteen season. Uh, Mines again signed Desmond Jufon. He had nine games, four interceptions, and thirteen uh, solo tackles. Uh, the Packers signed linebacker Christian Kirksey, and they signed tight end Rick Wagner. The Panthers released Eric Reed, but they also did pick up quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they sent him to a three-year deal. Uh, of course, Bridgewater suffered that gruesome injury in camp before the 2016 season. But before that, uh, in 2015, posted 3,231 passing yards and 14 TDs. And as a backup with the New York Saints this past season, posted... Th- 1,384 yards and 9 touchdowns. Finally get to see Teddy Bridgewater back as at number 1 since his Minnesota days. You know, that injury really 
really set him back. You know, he was kind of on the move. They didn't know what to do with him. The Vikings went and brought in other quarterbacks, and he had to compete for a starting job. Ended up as the number two. Spent some time in New York. Then ended up in Sean Payton, with Sean Payton in New Orleans. Uh, was Brady, or not Brady, was Breeze's backup for a little bit. You know, he did get to play a couple games here and there. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm interested to see how Teddy Bridgewater does the number one again. Uh, you know, obviously his Louisville days, you know, on the same uh, type of system, or not the same type of system, but he did, played a similar style as Lamar Jackson uh, played. Um, you know, everybody kind of do the similarities there. Uh, give me your thoughts on Teddy Bridgewater as a new Panthers quarterback. Uh, the Panthers are quote-unquote, allowing Cam Newton to seek uh, a trade. Cam Newton was not fond with that uh, statement that the Panthers released, obviously kind of clapping back. And the former um, MVP and Super Bowl finalist will be on the move this summer. Don't know where to. Uh, a lot of people said Chicago. Now Chicago might be out of the picture. Maybe New England. Maybe not. Uh, the Tennessee Titans did resign Ryan Tannehill to a four-year extension. Uh, Tannehill had a resurgence with the Titans. You know, he led them back. He led them to the playoffs after taking over for Marcus Mariota. Finished the season with 2,742 passing yards and 22 touchdowns. They had that miracle run in the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, they did come up short. Uh, the Vikings released tight end David Morgan and then completed one of the most Baffling trades, their second baffling trade of the uh, NFL uh, free agency so far. It was they traded away Sev, uh, Stefan Diggs uh, to Buffalo. Yeah. The Vikings traded away their best wide receiver, Stefan Diggs, to the Buffalo Bills. And in return, they re-signed... Kirk Cousins to a three-year contract extension. Ugh, that's debatable. Nah, Stephon Diggs in twenty nineteen posted sixty-three receptions, eleven thousand, or uh, one thousand one hundred thirty yards and six touchdowns, and the Vikings gave him up to Buffalo, and now Buffalo is a young core of Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and many other weapons because I know they're gonna do well in the draft because Buffalo generally. Uh, has a light switch turned on in the draft, and Jeremy has a good uh, picking scheme. Now, if you're the Vikings, why do you give up Stephon Diggs as you had a great tandem with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen? Excuse me. And your main goal was to re-sign quarterback Kirk Cousins. Now, I'm not hating on Kirk Cousins, but if you're telling me who would I rather give money to in the sense of who can give you the most long-term success, in my opinion, it would be Mr. Stephon Diggs. Now, Kirk Cousins is mediocre. He's a mediocre as it gets. He's meh. You know, obviously, uh, Minnesota made it to the playoffs. You know, they were all the beat New Orleans, had a tough loss against the 49ers. But that that's not all entirely how 
the front office should look at it. You should look at it as to what got you there. Yes, you could say, well, you need a good quarterback to throw the ball, this and that. Okay, no problem. But you also need good receivers to catch that ball. And the majority of their offense was predicated around Dalvin Cook, establishing the run game, and then being able to hit guys like Adam Thielen. I believe they had Treadwell out there as well, and Stephon Diggs. Now, when you put that all together, that's a great offensive scheme. And yes, you have Kirk Cousins back there throwing the ball. Now, interested to see how the Vikings adjust to only having an elite wide receiver in Adam Thielen. Do they depend on the run game more? Do they go pick up a wide receiver? As there are a lot of wide receivers on the market, do they go maybe pick up Aguilar? Although Aguilar is not on the same pedestal that Stephon Diggs is. But maybe Aguilar steps up into Stephon Diggs' shoes and does that. But I highly doubt that. So it's interesting to see how the Vikings, you know, fill in for a guy like Stephon Diggs. Do they go and get Alshon Jeffrey from free agencies? Uh, do they maybe work on a deal with the Eagles where they give up some picks to get another wide receiver? Do they go and talk to... You know, maybe possibly uh, some... Uh, who's on the market right now? Uh, do you maybe go get another running back in Devontae Freeman? You know, to supplement the fact that they lost a wide receiver. Do you go and draft a wide receiver? Do you trade some picks? A lot of things that I don't think the Vikings front office thought through. In terms of what your replacement for a guy like Stephon Diggs is. Now, if you're the Buffalo Bills, you're... You're in a state of euphoria. You know, the mayor of Buffalo the other day was addressing the coronavirus. And he had to tell Buffalo Bills fans to stay inside because, A, they just got Stephon Diggs. And, B, Tom Brady just left the AFC. So, uh, going on to the Buffalo Bills. Very interesting. Very excited to see how this new Bills team does. Good quarterback in Josh Allen. They got a new number one Uh in Stephon Diggs. Now the draft is coming up. Interesting to see how they pick up some new pieces. Maybe they make a couple trades. Definitely will be hitting uh, Orchard Park this September to watch Stephon Diggs in the red, white, and blue. Although I'm not a Bills fan, I do love to see me some good football. And Stephon Diggs is a very exciting player to watch. Uh, now as we wrap up the show, uh... I will be doing an NFL draft preview. I will try to get uh, my good friend Jake Peller on here. Um, also, stay safe, everybody. Make sure you wash your hands. Uh, keep hydrated. Uh, you know, Make sure you're eating well six to eight times a day. A couple snacks here and there. Make sure your immune system. Drink your orange juice, your water. Take your vitamins. Make sure uh, that during this time you know, of panic, everybody, you're doing your part to make sure that your body's well-maintained. And you know you're cleaning your hands. You're sanitizing. You're, you're taking proper showers, you're taking proper methods of hygiene, etc., uh, etc., et to make sure that not only you're doing well, but the people that you're surrounded with, whether it be family, you know, friends, that, you know, you're doing your best to make sure that everybody else is not affected. Um, but with that being said, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.